Hello, I'm Tracy Carlton Ward and this is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. Hello, and in today's episode, we continue the series that we've done for a couple of weeks on the content side now, and that is an ebook I wrote called Unleashing the Gift Within, Becoming Your Best You. So we're on to part three. Now, what we've already done in the last couple of um, modules for this is we've done in module one, discovering your happiest life and knowing your outcomes. If you're wanting to go somewhere, you know, you do a journey in a car, it really does help if you know where you're going and where you are. So if you can discover what it is you want out of life, it actually helps you to plan that and get it. And then in module two, we were focusing on recognising your strengths and weaknesses, including giving you a set of questions for identifying what those were to get to the bottom of things. You know, we can, with our strengths, we can work out what we've already got that's great, and then we can work on the things we need to improve. So today in part three, we are developing strengths and managing weaknesses. Self-improvement is key to living a successful life, no matter what that looks like to you. No matter what your ideal outcomes from the first chapter are, you can reach them with a dedication to self-improvement. We either grow, learning from our mistakes as we go, or we become stagnant and survive through life. Almost like not really living our lives. When we put it like that, it's easier to make a commitment to improving ourselves in ways that will make a huge difference in unlocking that amazing power within so that you can live the life you desire and deserve. As I mentioned at the end of module or part two, when people think of self-improvement, they often see it as a way to focus their attention on their weaknesses. Now that can quickly lead us down the rabbit hole. We beat ourselves up about past failures or it makes us feel like we have too many weaknesses to overcome. And so we stop before we've even really got started. What I propose as self-improvement instead is to get even better at what you've already decided you're good at. That's right. Work around the weaknesses rather than trying to eradicate them. It's a much better use of your time and energy. Why focus on building your strengths? It builds self-confidence instead of tearing it down. It takes less time and effort because you find things you do well easy and find things that you enjoy. You focus on the positives in your life and those positives will increase. You see, whatever we put our attention on in life gets better. It grows, it develops. So concentrate on the positives, the things that you're already great at. And the other reason for focusing on building on your strengths is it actually makes us happier. So now that you see the advantages of using self-improvement as a means of building on your strength, let's look at ways you can make that happen. So how do we build on our strengths? Here's a list of ways that that can work. One, 
Invest in learning more about what you're already good at. You might be an expert, but there are always more things to learn and new strategies to employ. For example, if you are a great manager of resources in your business, you may want to build on those skills and techniques by reading about the way other leaders manage their teams to improve productivity and morale. And there's some great podcasts these days to help you in those spaces. Two, spend time with others who have your desire to build upon their strengths. It's a bit like being with like-minded people. You see, when we're with like-minded people, we get to learn a great deal about ourselves as well as finding out new ways of implementing our strengths. And that leaves us further down the path of unlocking that amazing gift and our powerful potential. Three, step out of your comfort zone. It's easier to hide behind a book to learn, but stepping out of your zone of comfort and influence is one of the best ways to learn. It's that sink or swim mentality. And when you do that, you'll be put into places where you need to step up your game to get the job done. So without forcing yourself into new lessons in this way, you may never fully develop the potential you have within you. Four, teach others your strengths. There is no better way to learn than to teach. Try mentoring others who are working to improve the skills you have. They always say, don't they, um, is it learn one, do one, teach one? Uh, I've heard that before. Now, at this point, you may be asking how focusing your energy on your strengths can lead to better outcome results. The answer is simple. If you have the potential within you, then you already have the strengths you need to reach it. It's logic. Don't compare yourself to others who have already realised their ideal outcomes. I always say comparison is the thief of joy. Your potential and strengths are different from others. And that's a good thing. The best way to unlock that power is to be the best you that you can be. Focusing your energy and time on becoming the best version of your unique self is the wisest course of action. So what about those weaknesses? So though I'm encouraging you to minimise your focus on weaknesses, there are some that you will need to work on as you go. They may be majorly important to unlocking your potential. For example, if you procrastinate doing anything new or challenging, you probably aren't going to get very far in achieving your outcomes. Other weaknesses are easier to overcome because since other people have them, you can team up with them to get the job done. But fundamental weaknesses will need to be improved. The first thing you need to do is to decide if you have a weakness that could advance your chances of reaching your outcome if it were improved upon. Are there fundamental skills or personality traits that will hold you back if you do not conquer them? Or are there skill sets that you don't have but can easily find in someone else? Asking yourself these questions while looking at your weaknesses list is the first step. 
And if you find weaknesses that do need to be improved upon, here are some techniques to make the challenge less daunting. Accept it. Accept your flaws for what they are. They are part of you, but they're not the biggest part. You can't move past them if you don't acknowledge that you have them. Love yourself anyway. We all have faults. No one is perfect. Even your heroes do. Your weaknesses help make up your true self. So embrace them and fill the gap in other ways. Make daily strides to get better. Don't expect perfection, but strive every day to be a little bit better than the day before. And that's a process that can only be accomplished slowly and steadily. Consistency is key. Focus on small wins. Don't wait to celebrate or pat yourself on the back until your weakness has turned into a strength. Celebrate each small victory towards overcoming your flaws. Now, I tell some of my guys, get yourself what I call a celebration jar. Write on bits of paper, small celebrations and big celebrations and put them in two different jars. And, you know, when you've had a great week or there's something minor to celebrate, go to the jar with all the small celebrations in. You know, maybe have Friday night off early and have a bit of a bottle of wine with the other half. And then when you've got a big celebration, you can go to the big celebration jar, which could be book a holiday, I don't know, on a cruise to Greece and Istanbul. You see, when we celebrate the small wins, not just the big ones, it helps drive and push us towards not giving in. And then last but not least on our ways to improve, if you like, on weaknesses is to continue to build on your strengths. Always keep in mind that your main focus should be on building on your strength. So you don't fall into giving up on reaching your goals. If, on the other hand, you can reach your outcomes and your full potential by outsourcing the tasks you aren't good at, come up with a plan for finding those employees or partners and the ways you will manage them using your strengths. In a couple of weeks, we will bring you part four of this series, How to Get Started, How to Implement What We've Already Covered. Until then, I'll see you soon. To keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on Sweat, Grit and Hustle, do visit us at www.sweatgrithustle.com.